0: you un-American bastards? If you don't like America, why don't you
1: get out? Hey, if you don't like America then you can get out. And if you don't like the colonies, then you can get out. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I am one of your hosts, Jeff.
0: And I'm the other host, Jake. What's up, dude? Just talking louder than in my mic.
1: Yeah, make sure you talk loud and consistent.
0: (laughs) I know. I've heard from our lovely feedback, thank you guys so much, that I am constantly talking softly. Right. Which is usually mm-hmm. because I'm pulling away from my mic because I get very anim- you guys can't see it but I get animated for and then sure. I start to back away from my mic.
1: Well, we're trying a new setup. This is the second time we've tried this setup where we're actually sitting at a table and sitting across from each other. And I don't know. I think you said you liked it last. I time? I like it a lot. I like it. Okay. Yeah,
0: because I can keep my notes and I can write on stuff and yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, I do take notes. Yes, yeah. we have a laptop for fact check now, and uh, it just a seems a little more comfortable. It's kind getting of official, s- right? It is getting a little more official. Um, so you said, uh, just real quick, a recap of your week. You said you went hunting.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Washington and Oregon, well, actually uh, pretty much every state has what they call a September goose season. So it's about a month Mm. and a half before the general season starts for, for waterfowl, uh, ducks and geese. And it's targeted to, uh, controlling the population of, resident canada geese mm-hmm. that live here year-round and are not migratory oh okay and they um destroy uh farmers crops mm. they're they're really uh, cro- their crop dep- depredation is super high right and they want to control the population because they it's been growing and growing and growing uh over the last 10 over the last the decade the goose population okay. the, the resident goose population okay. has been growing significantly And so they're trying to limit the population. Right. Um, When I first started hunting, it was like a a weekend. Uh, The September goose season was like one weekend, Mm -hmm. and it was like a a two goose limit. Mm -hmm. And now it's a eight day weekend with a five with a five bird a day limit.
1: Um, are you aware of like farm like uh, farming, like farming seasons? Then, so because you you Uh know the the necessity of having to hunt them, are you aware of like when they have to um What's the term I'm looking for? Harvest? You harvest their crops and stuff? Kind of. Okay. I
0: mean, I'm not an... I wouldn't call myself an expert in right. it or anything. Right. No, I'm and just,
1: like, 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 I was wondering if it maybe it kind of went It's hand the hand harvest hand. moon. It's right. Done,
0: no, I, I, uh, I mean, I pay attention to when, um... Know, when they get when they get the seed in the ground and then you okay, know, and, okay. and that kind of, you know, that all kind of right. stuff and because you have to legally you can't hunt a field if it's been harvest like if they've harvested it mm-hmm. within 10 days oh okay. so like like if they cut the field and you haven't waited ten days mm-hmm. like you can be why is that because uh, it's it doesn't allow it's, it would be way too easy oh because, the, because it's all that it'll have all because like my, the field I hunt is a cornfield gotcha and like there were there was ears of their ears of corn laying right. on the ground after they've harvested mm-hmm. it, the birds would be so wanting to get in there because it's such mm-hmm. an easy food source, and they like corn and wheat is like candy to right. waterfowl. Mm-hmm. So they'll just pile in there, and it's
1: dude, that's so interesting. The game
0: department feels like it's it's a, it's an unfair advantage, to right? The hunter. I yeah, that's interesting. So, um, huh. so we, we had to pay attention to that a little bit, right? And stuff like that, but
1: that's cool. Yeah, I was thinking actually recently more and more um that I want to just. I don't hunt, but I just want to go mm-hmm. and just be, like, just be there. Yeah. I'd love, love to
0: get you out. We'll <laughs> do that. We'll do that this season. Bring
1: my, like, lapel mic and just kind of narrate, like, this <laughs> whole <laughs> What's situation. going on from your perspective? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be so much <laughs> fun. Um, I went camping. I posted, I think, a picture. Um, I didn't have any service out there, but I went to Silver Falls State Park. Um, and where is this at? It's uh, just outside Silverton, Oregon. Okay. Um, east of Salem. Sure. I go okay. every year. Right. It sucked, mostly oh. because for one reason, but there's a fire ban. Okay. So, you I couldn't. mean, we couldn't... It's just... It's so necessary when you're camping. For sure. To sit around a fire. Um, Thankfully, Jen's... Otherwise, you're just sitting in dirt. Well, Jen's mom had a... Uh, like this, one of those propane heaters, uh-huh. those big, yeah, like, big and in, not industrial, but like you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I'm the two heaters mm-hmm.
0: on them. Yep, we sell them at Fisherman's.
1: Yeah, booth. and she had uh like two propane tanks, and she just put those in the fire pit. So in the morning and at night, everyone kind of just huddled around that, around that, which it was cool because you're staying warm and you can still hang out a little later. Yeah. But it's just not the same. No,
0: you need the fire. You yeah. need that crackle.
1: <coughs> so I mean, it was fun. I lo- I love going, obviously. Um my sister, went, my sister and my niece went with us for the first time this year. Oh, okay. Um, my niece always goes on the Astoria trip with Jen and I. Okay. Um, but this year, my sister had been wanting to go camping with us, mm. and she was like, what about that weekend? And I told her, we're going to Silver Falls. Let me see if you can come. And she could. Her mom said, yeah, bring him." So they tagged along and... It was cool. Yeah. So many mosquitoes, dude. Oh, it's I'm, bad. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm not even. I'm
0: ate up myself just from hunting over the weekend. Oh, I can't yeah.
1: even imagine. I think I have maybe like 23 bites on my legs. Like it's rough. It's bad. Yeah. Oh and gosh. And
0: like we're our the, the field I was hunting is right next to our our pond. Uh huh. So the mosquitoes are around the pond, uh-huh. and they just move over and just wave. Right. It's
1: awful. Is that why? Because I was looking at pictures of you, and you're just like head to toe, just like covered. Is that why?
0: Well, I don't have any short sleeve camo stuff.
1: Oh, uh, well, that makes sense.
0: But I have like a face mask. Right. Geese have, geese and, well, waterfowl mm-hmm. in general have incredible eyesight, like 20 right. times better than humans. Mm-hmm. So you want to, y- the most important thing to, to have covered, you don't want any skin showing. Uh-huh. They'll pick it out. We hunt in layout oh, blinds. We hunt in layout blinds. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically like it's a coffin with two doors that flip open. You can and they're super low profile, so you're basically laying out in the middle of a, see of, a, of a of a of a field. <laughs> yeah. So because if you're if you have this big blind in the middle of a field, geese are smart enough to know that like. It's really? not natural. Okay. So what you do is like you, it's in this cut cornfield with this corn stubble, and you lay your layout blinds in there, and you you know get them brushed up with you know whatever thing you went mm-hmm. in grass and mm-hmm. stuff you can pull. So you're completely covered, but your face can still show. So mm-hmm. I, you'll pull like if I have a face mask, right? That'll pull up and has a you know slot for my. Yeah, I can put my call through mm-hmm. my and still use my my goose call, but uh, yeah. <laughs> this, is th-
1: this is actually kind of funny. I was just thinking about this. Uh, so I was lurking on your dad's Instagram. Oh, uh, the, w- the Widgeon Slayer? Yeah, the Widgeon Slayer. Shout out, Widgeon Slayer. What up? So he always like posts pictures of you guys hunting. And uh, there's this one picture on there. I'll have to find it in... Maybe snag it from him and post it on our on our uh, in our Instagram. But you look so sad. You guys are hunting and you're just kind of sitting there waiting, and you just look so sad. It made me laugh. I wonder so which, hard. I wonder which picture you're talking. I, about. And I'll show you okay. afterwards. All but right. oh, it made me laugh so hard. Have um, you seen the
0: one of him and I and my friend Matt just completely asleep with our mouths open? And uh-uh. Okay, I'll show you that one. Who took that one? Uh, my dad's friend Mike. Oh,
1: okay, that's awesome. Um. And there was something else I was going to say about it. Um, okay, so I remember. Um, what I was going to say was uh, I play this game sometimes with Jen, okay. where if people post pictures of their parents, mm-hmm. um, I will show her a picture of the parent and ask them whose dad is this or or whose mom is this okay. or whatever. I love that game. Uh, that's that, that's super fun. So I'll, I'll, I was looking through his Instagram, and there's a picture pictures of him obviously, and I was like Jen. Whose dad is this? And she usually it's like famous people mm-hmm. who will post pictures of their parents. And so she was like, are they famous? I was like, well, they have their own podcast, you know, just <laughs> messing around. But um, she she got it. She was like, is that Jake's dad? I was like, whoa, how'd you know? She's like, I don't know if they weren't famous. I just guessed Jake. And I was like, that's so interesting. Hmm. So that's cool. It's a little fun game we play on Instagram. I bet that's fun. Yeah, it's like the funnest game I've ever played.
0: I bet even more fun <laughs> than basketball.
1: No, and I haven't played basketball in so long, dude. My knee's been bothering me really bad, like the one I had surgery on.
0: Because mm-hmm. you I, tore your ACL, right? Yeah, yeah, and I
1: don't want to admit this, but I think I might have heard it at Slayer in the pit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the only thing, because I know I slipped, uh-huh. and it was just no big deal. I got right back up, but I'm wondering if maybe I tweaked something. Mm. And I hope not, but it's really been bothering me. Really. So I need to spend some time maybe icing it. I haven't iced it yet. Okay. Um I also know that sometimes in the change of weather, if it goes from extreme hot to cold, Mm -hmm. which it has been, yeah. It can kind of bother me a little bit. Yeah, the hot weather's
0: kinda creeped back up.
1: Yeah, it's hot today. Um so I was wondering if maybe that was it, but I don't know. I hate it. But I need to start playing. Um but yeah, we we'll we need to play you and I. We do. I mean, we do it's need been to a while.
0: Play. And Damian Lillard said he wants to be a blazer for life. Do you believe him? Because Lamarcus said the same thing.
1: Lamarcus well, is a <laughs> a coward and a <laughs> rat. I know. I, I think I think Dame means that I mean, they need so to, they need to put some stuff around him though. Yeah. You know, um, we're gonna get into this topic. Um, and I think this is a nice transition for that. Um, but you wanted to talk about the Nike ad with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Um, and there have been a ton of like jokey memes made of them mm-hmm. have you seen the ones that pinwheel empire has been posting
0: the th- well you sh- you shared the one with me which one with cj i'm trying jennifer i'm trying jennifer okay. i need a shirt that says that i want season.
1: that that exact meme picture on a shirt of cj's face with i'm trying I'm jennifer trying. across it
0: because that, that was oh that was such a good re- re- that was such a good response <laughs> <laughs> by by cj to that to that woman who said like why don't you stop worrying about kd and win a, win a playoff game or something like that win a playoff series and yeah like, i'm trying jennifer i'm trying
1: jennifer so i keep anytime there's like a joke or a meme made for that i send that to my wife because her name's jennifer mm. and i sent that one to her and she just says i love that this is this is my name, so that whenever like I'm sending these memes, it's like I'm trying Jennifer, <laughs> um but there was uh there was one that had to do with Neil O'Shea, and it said uh <laughs> um sacrificing keeping big men, or no, 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 keeping big men and sacrificing cap space or something keeping big." on a a keep keeping big white men and sacrificing cap space or something like that because of myers Leonard. yeah yeah. i'm assuming that's what they're talking Mm -hmm. about but
0: pinwheel empire posted that yeah they're they're savage they are
1: savage i love it and they get shout outs like cj talked about them on on his podcast recently um which i thought was super cool
0: did you see what dame did to chris haynes
1: Yeah, what was that about? So
0: um, Chris Haynes and and Dame are pretty close. Right. Because Chris Haynes has covered the Blazers. And he apparently told Dame before it was announced that he's going to Yahoo Sports. Mm -hmm. So Dame pulled a Chris Haynes, or like a sport, and then reversed it instead of... You know how Chris Haynes will tweet, like, Damian Lillard agrees to contract extension with Blazers. Yeah. Dame... does the sports caster Uh thing and tweets out, Chris Haynes agrees to contract with Yahoo Sports.
1: Leaving ESPN. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Do you see what CJ said? Mm -mm. CJ's like, dude, I don't rap because CJ has his degree in communications yeah. and journalism. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> CJ's like, dude, I'm not stepping on your toes like coming into the rap game like, come on, dude, like let me do my thing cuz that's like a yeah. journalist thing. Yeah. And those two are kind of going back <laughs> and forth about it. I thought it was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> they 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 are perfect. I don't think they'll ever win a championship together, but they are a perfect pair. They are. Mm-hmm. And I
1: think I think it has a lot to do with um we haven't talked basketball in a long time we we really haven't i think it has a i think it has a lot to do with dame just being a good leader yeah i think he's a great leader um
0: and he lets cj have some autonomy in the offense and and doesn't try to control what cj does
1: i think he lets a lot of guys Mm kind of do their own thing but when he demands it you better give it to him for sure um and and
0: and, and there's nobody on the team that doesn't seem to give it right when dame wants to rock dame's got it in his hand and i think
1: that's good for the team i you know, my favorite blazer of all time is Roy, yeah, and i I loved his game, but I don't think that Roy had that leadership. I know that he was a leader, but not in the same way,
0: no, because you could tell when Andre Miller came on the team, mm-hmm. Andre Miller was that court general, right, the right. guy that was making sure everybody was in the right spot for sure and um was almost like the leader on the court whereas mm-hmm. Roy was obviously the unquestioned offensive leader of the like right. offensive like the leading scorer of the team the guy who's the ball's going to be mm-hmm. in his hands but it was always seemed like it was Andre Miller right who was calling the who was really calling the shots on that te- on that particular team I
1: always thought that Nate McMillan was more harmful than helpful on that team
0: I believe so because he always devalued the point guard position Oh okay I felt like he did mm-hmm. and um he played he he basically the whole offense was half court iso with with Brandon Roy, right? He never got anybody right. else involved with it. The, well, there was no flow to the offense right. at all. Could you imagine if you had brand if you played the style if you played Stotts's offense with mm-hmm. that team, right? With like a young LaMarcus, right. Brandon Roy, and um, well, he had and then good role players like Martell Webster, right, and right, Travis right. Outlaw and stuff yeah. like that.
1: Um, because you know, I re- I remember that Dallas series brandon roy when he kind of
0: well they had marcus camby and then they had uh um, oh, and they had uh and they had gerald wallace they had, wallace, uh, they had yep. you know, crash wallace for for a year or so
1: anaconda did you hear about that no oh i'm so glad i'm going to tell you this on the podcast <laughs> so apparently after one game uh wallace goes off and everybody is calling in on the radio to like give a nickname mm-hmm. and uh because his nickname's Crash, but everyone's like, the radio was like, if you have a n- suggestion for a new nickname. What was that
0: the fifth quarter show that comes yeah. on after?
1: Yeah, so they're like, all these people are calling in like, oh, we should call him this, or we should call him that. And someone calls in and says, we should call him Anaconda Cock. And then they just <laughs> hung up on him. <laughs> so... You know, Jen's cousins and I—we always refer to Anaconda Cock, and Gerald Wallace will always be the Anaconda Cock.
0: <laughs> he ended up being like a locker room cancer. Like that team blew up hard on them. Yeah. With Ray Felton and. Like, oh, Ray
1: Felton, I think was the the poison in that locker room for
0: sure. And he showed up fat after the strike. Oh because yeah. I remember they started that season late. Yes, and they and I love that uh, Blazer fans constantly remind him how fat he is Dude. every time he comes back to Moda. Sorry. Pinwheel
1: Empire did another thing for uh, one of those Kaepernick things for him, mm-hmm. and it said like. Uh, Sacrificing cupcakes <laughs> for something—I don't remember the line exactly—but it was just <laughs> him. Him. Have you seen that picture of him eating the cupcake? You have oh, it? No, oh, haven't. Oh, there's this picture of him like at preseason when he was fat. He's yeah. eating the cupcake. Oh. And Jesus. oh, they turned it into one of those Nike like <laughs> mocking ads. Dude, they hate Felton. Yeah. Um.
0: Because they paid him good yeah. money to come over from New York. Yeah.
1: I got excited because I thought that he would be helpful, but he just, that was a lockout season Yeah, and he just was not ready. No. And I think it threw everybody off. It, I mean.
0: It did. And when that team ended up, that's the year they fired McMo- Nate McMillan. Right. And they traded away Marcus Camby and Gerald Wallace for essentially a ham sandwich. And it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they got back like Hashim Thabit and Johnny Flynn. In oh, that trade. It's like they yeah. moved those guys for nothing. Just a clear cap space.
1: Yeah. That was gross. Oh, believe in, su- believe in cupcakes, even if it means sacrificing everything. <laughs> just eat it. Oh, crap. Here, look.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that might be the greatest thing. <laughs> dude,
1: they roast him so hard all the time. Believe in tall white guys, even if it means sacrificing cap, sca- cap space. Gosh. Yeah, dude. They
0: outbid themselves on Myers Leonard. There was no market for
1: him. You see the J.R. Smith one? No. <laughs> Dude, it is so good. Picture of JR Smith and it says I could have swore we had the lead and then instead of Nike it's Hennessy, Hennessy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because well because jo- uh, Joel and tweeted um JR's on that Henny. Oh yeah. Uh, when when he didn't put up that shot that that offensive rebound. Well, there's a lot of like
1: video and pictures of Smith always drinking Hennessy. Mm-hmm. So
0: oh, Okay.
1: He botched that. That was brutal. But are you excited for the season?
0: I I'm waiting to be disappointed. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah.
1: Get ready to be disappointed.
0: Because I mean, your 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 backup two guard is Nick Stauskas. Oh, I mean, that's your that's that's what you're going into the season mm-hmm, as. Like mm-hmm. that's your that's we your stretch layman. the That's your stretch floor guy. And then your backup point is is Seth Curry, who's never healthy.
1: Never. I, yeah.
0: So it looks like Wade Baldwin is gonna. Be thrust into. Dude, play. I like Ball. I like Wade. I think he gives you some actual like hard nosed defense. Oh, yeah.
1: So. Dude, the way he battled Harden that game mm-hmm. when he came in and was yep. like, I'll check him. Dude, he was aggressive as hell, and, and it he, was frustrating. And, and he Harden. brought
0: that with him every time he's on the floor from then on out he brought it yeah oh yeah and throughout the and throughout summer league he really embraced right brace it and i don't think because he's only on a one-year contract mm-hmm. he's not going to let up right i don't think that's even if he's not he necess- score too even if he's not necessarily that that guy naturally, right. he's going to have reason to play super hard. Yeah, because we don't have d- defense to otherwise. establish himself in the league. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't. Our back. I mean, as much as I love Damon CJ, they are not yeah. good defensively, and I don't think it's for lack of trying. I think it's just they're not good defenders. No. no. So.
1: um, a guy was at work was giving me crap about you know being a Blazers fan or whatever, and he's like, oh yeah, you excited for this season? Basically mocking mm-hmm. me like it's yeah. gonna suck. And I was like, dude, I'm good. I like two other teams. And then I realized that the two other teams are just
0: Well the Suns and <laughs> who who
1: else? Uh, Minnesota. Okay. I've always watched yeah. like in like Minnesota. Um and both those teams are not looking great
0: either. Well, it looks like the Minnesota team is, is uh is a powder keg ready to explode right. with Jimmy Butler and oh, mad yeah. at everybody and oh yeah. I don't think Tom Thibodeau is necessarily the coach to get the most out of no. Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-mm. He's such a defensive oriented For coach sure. and He's just like we'll play defense and we'll win games in the eighties. Right. It's like that's just that that era of basketball has. He's a basically right. Thibodeau's a relic in this. I'd in like to these see days, this day and age in the cat NBA.
1: improve on defense, but he also does need to simultaneously improve on offense. The
0: offense never looked looked particularly good, and I no. think Andrew Wiggins needs to be moved really if, if for that team to be better. Do you know he averaged less than one assist a game and he was a starting two guard?
1: I remember that there was if if somebody else was on the court with him, he his numbers dropped. But I can't remember which player it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be kind of just a personnel thing, and well, maybe it's him
0: because he he takes he takes touches away from I think a, a really underrated guy in Taj mm-hmm. Gibson.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And yeah. um and I you know, and I like you know obviously Jimmy Butler right, but but really like I think the unsung hero of that team is is uh, is Teague. Oh, okay. I really like Jeff okay. Teague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al- I've, always I've always admired his game. Derek, Derek Rose is still there. Yeah, <laughs> gosh, did you did you Matt like just what injuries have done?
1: Yeah, I love Rose. One
0: of my I st- I always swore one of my one of my l- wishes if I was given three wishes would be to remove s- injuries from sports. Oh, because think about how many great players. Right. Would whose career were cut way right. short or never realized their potential Oof. because of injuries or how many teams would have won championships for if sure. not for injuries right i mean i would i think the blazers won a championship with odin W3. if odin stays yeah healthy and roy's knees don't deteriorate oh
1: yeah. roy's a sad case mm-hmm. he's t- he's not coaching anymore i guess he's not i guess he's taking i don't know if he's taking the year off but he's not coaching high school this year that's too bad um but anyways let's get yeah, into we, uh, we, dig- we digress what we wanted to talk about today. So, go ahead, take the lead. What you got?
0: So I, I, gosh, I don't, th- I, I didn't want to talk about it because it makes me so mad. But I don't think there's any way we can, we can beat around the bush, uh-huh. and I can get away with talking about economics again for another episode. Right. So, um, we have to. I think we should talk about the Colin Kaepernick Nike ad. Okay, and uh, and maybe take it in a way that I think is not just following the echo chambers of, of right. both sides. So. Right. Um, I, but I am disturbed in a particular, for a particular reason. Okay. And it's mostly, it's mostly just anecdotal stuff that I see come across people I know on Facebook Mm -hmm. who have not been politically active most of the time I've known them, which is more a long time. Right. And all of a sudden now are Mm -hmm. and have been more since the election of Donald Trump. Okay. And taking these stances, and, but it's a trend that I've been noticing a lot with people who identify themselves as like country.
1: Oh, okay. All right. All right.
0: So, this might get a little in the weeds here, but yeah. it's almost like they've adopted like, what it, what does it mean to be someone who's country right you gotta wear like it's not just wearing like a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and driving a truck but right. it's like this this almost like this way of life and they've almost th- come across they're they come across as almost like their way of life this rural mm-hmm. way of life mm-hmm. is somehow more american than the oh, than the rest right. of urban america uh-huh. or liberal america at you know so i don't know if i'm making any sense no here, i I, but one, I have a real interesting okay. thing
1: about that real quick sure is um one thing that I've seen uh, from like guys who I went to high school with. Now I I went to high school and I grew up in Southeast Portland. Um, you know, it, the suburbs of Portland. It's 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 the city. It was the city. Mm-hmm. So, um, but since high school, there are a few guys who have become country. Okay. And who are wearing all camo yes. and. Buying Romeo's and it's this, con- and it's this and constructed image, right? And
0: it's not just wearing the clothes, but now you got to like you have to adopt and manipulate everything in right. your life to fit, to continue to fit this image because you you're allowing this image to now control and consume your life.
1: I think it's an interesting point that you say that they um they kind of either view themselves as more American because they're being country. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting
0: because they believe well it's it's the it's the it's the farmer it's the blue collar worker right. that's you know sacrificing for america and somehow they're more appreciative of cops they're more appreciative of soldiers right. and therefore we somehow because trips. somehow there's they're making this equivalency between mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. this connection between this rural way of life. Right. And that is truly the American way. Mm-hmm. And some and now they're co-opting the sacrifices of service members mm-hmm. into their own political whipping
1: pool. Right. One one kind of. Point that I would like to make is that I think there's an exception to the rule um in this. And I think about my brother who grew up in the same, mm-hmm. you know, Southeast Portland as me. Um, but he, you know, he, now that he hunts, yeah, he appreciates, I mean, guns. He has a respect mm-hmm. for guns. He has a respect for hunting. Uh, he wears more camo than I, I you know, he ever has. <laughs> sure. He doesn't wear like every day, but I don't think that there's necessarily an identifying as country. Um, but you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, but also, uh, I live out in the country now. Um and I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm just thinking, you know, this is just my thoughts at rambling, but um I I don't know. There's a different appreciation for living out in the country now okay. than living in the city. Uh I don't I like I like being away from the city enough to go and enjoy it as a visit, but being in the country, I love it. Sure. It's amazing. Yeah. But I'm co- completely surrounded by um trump supporters yeah um my neighbor has a killer he sticker on his truck
0: yeah and (laughs) you live right by somebody who works in the trump administration i do so um anyway the uh so my getting back to my 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 point Mm -hmm. is that it's most of these people who are who have this now constructed identity of being um, like this one guy he's in rodeos, and he's mm-hmm. he completely consumed himself with this identity of being this.
1: Are you talking about someone specific? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm not going to use his name. Right, no, no, no that's fine. The, I thought you were just generally no, like, talking about like, like, like I said, most of this is anecdotal. Right, right. Um, yeah, I gotcha.
0: But I'm, and I'm trying to take these micro, like, examples examples and, right. and tie them more into like a macro for sure um because you see it you see a lot of the same stuff that they're saying uh-huh. echoed across facebook mm-hmm. oh um, yeah for sure and, and also in just popular like country music culture and right. all that kind of stuff so it's like you constantly have to check all of these boxes and everybody and whether that's something you you believed in the past or not but because you've now assumed this identity as mm-hmm. like this country person mm-hmm. you're going to check that box whether it's something you and you're going to force right. yourself into this Predetermined box that is constantly sh- reshaping itself, mm-hmm. and you're constantly having to reshape yourself just because you want to be seen by others as being this country person. Because you've now convinced yourself that country living, a r- this rural lifestyle, this simplistic over like, the, this simplistic, the simple life, right. is somehow more American right. than other than other uh, way other people live their lives. Mm-hmm. And it leads, and I think it's rooted in this belief that um, they somehow m- have more respect. For the military mm-hmm. and more the police because of through their actions, okay. Of we're going to stand for the flag, right? We're going to uh, say the pledge of allegiance. We want all kids. Did you s- did you see the story? This side note. Did you see the story in I think it was Colorado or Wyoming where this teacher. Is, was put on leave for forcing a kid out of his chair to stand for the pledge yes. of Allegiance. Yeah, yeah I, kind of, that, I read a headline. Yeah, about. and there's all these people saying, like, good, the teachers need to start, you know, forcing right. people to do that. And, and it's, like, well, that's not what this country is any way, like, founded yeah. upon. So, like, I guess it's just, one, I have a real problem with people who who didn't serve. Right. Using the sacrifices of mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm as their own political whipping pole. For sure. Because it's not only that, but it's assuming that all sol- all soldiers, all police officers, all people who are in uniform mm-hmm. are a homogenous group and think the same way. Right. They're not. They right. all have their own individual experiences. And you, mm-hmm. person on Facebook, who didn't serve, mm-hmm. I didn't serve, right. you don't get to use their sacrifice. Right. You're not part of their story. For sure. And so I get really bothered mm-hmm. by that. Right. In trying to say, look, well, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, f- I want all the NFL players to have to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance because that is, in my mind, disrespecting soldiers. They're kneeling. <laughs> you don't get to determine what right. is disrespecting an entire population of people who are all right. individuals and get to speak for all of them. Right if 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 a soldier has if someone who has served has their own opinions that's their own opinion for sure but i i don't know i guess that's no am i I making am i making no you are but
1: i i don't know if this is the the case and this would be stupid if this is the case but it's like i have to i have to also be a voice for the military or those who have served to also say like this is disrespectful like kind of what you're saying mm-hmm. if they think it's disrespectful they will say so yes they, they have their own voice they're individuals they can they can express themselves any way they want they don't need country joe to to also stand up for themselves exactly. or stand up for them yeah yeah
0: they don't want i don't i mean it's it's almost patronizing in a way for sure. that soldiers for sure. need to be stood up
1: for. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, maybe they. I think there needs to be better representation for yes. veterans. Yeah, and all sure. that. But let's do that through policy. Yeah. Let's actually put some effort <laughs> into it, other right. than just forcing other people to stand for the flag and thinking that's somehow enough. I'm. I've did my part for the veterans.
1: Not just that, but comment cru- comment crusades. Yes. I mean, do more than that. If you're going to get on Facebook and just comment about it and about how you know what I mean, if yeah. you like the argument with the Nike. And burning the Nike, the constant argument I'm seeing is like, how about instead of burning these shoes, you donate them to homeless veterans?
0: Sure. And for those who didn't, I guess we should probably say for those who didn't yeah. see the <laughs> ad, which I'm, I'm sure I don't know how you. If you're on social media, there's no way you've escaped it. Right. But it's it's a uh, Nike picked up Colin Kaepernick, um, who the reviving the Just Do It
1: campaign. Yes.
0: And then they're using his face and um and talking about like as you know. Stand up for something, even if it's you know means sacrificing everything right. or something along those lines. And uh, a lot of people, mostly the people who have said they're going to boycott the NFL because of the kneeling, have now taken to um, Facebook because they've already burned their jerseys of Kaepernick, of Kaepernick or any other team that has kneeled. Right. Um. Now they're burning anything that has the Nike logo on it. Right. Which. Is we cannot, I'm just sorry, like we cannot be at that point in society where we are so divided that if a company decides that it wants to do something that we're burning prop like we're yeah. burning it in an f eff- in like an effigy mm-hmm. like this is where we're at mm-hmm. I- I why do you say God, that it's just it's disturbing
1: why why do you say we can't be there like what about it is well I, w- I, g-
0: I just wish we weren't there right it's like i just i, g- I guess when i said we can't be there yeah it's like almost in disbelief that we are there right that's what i meant by that mm-hmm. and if i were to say like wh- why i say that yeah is just because you know i That's a, that's a good question. Yeah. But it just, I think it just shows the the absolute just divide that we're at in our nation and just
1: how tribal. Yes. I'm so glad you said it. How tribal we've become. That's what I was looking for. It is tribalism. That's all it is. And when you get to sports, it gets even, it gets even more severe, Mm -hmm. especially like, so you look at teams when they just decide to sign with another team. And I have my gripes with some individuals who have left teams, um, But, for example, when LeBron left for Miami, there was constant videos of people burning his jersey. Yeah. So, in the sports world, now you have this Nike ad campaign, which is an athletic company. I don't know if maybe it has something to do with it, but you have people burning shoes and jerseys and cutting off the logo from their socks and Mm -hmm. shorts. It's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dumb.
0: It, it just, it makes no, it makes no sense to me. Right. Funnel your, you funnel your anger in a, in a different way. Mm-hmm. If you're upset at Nike, dude, just stop buying Nike. Right, right. But all of this screams of like, uh, because I now fit this way of life. Uh-huh. Because these people, that the, my anecdotal evidence, yeah. all these people that I'm seeing have never been politically active, right. are now all sharing these videos of people burning mm-hmm. Nike stuff mm-hmm. and saying like, oh, I support this, thumbs up, or right. like what, amen, or whatever. And it's like, what? Like Now now all of a sudden you really care because you think that this constructed identity of yourself, mm-hmm. because you believe your life is, now more, is somehow more American, mm-hmm. you have to now come out in support of all of this tribal rhetoric, this 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 really just crazy actions. Yeah. Because now you think that that's somehow encompassing of your new of this new constructed identity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, but it's a tribal identity. Right. And, that, for and I sure. think I think that's more the point I was going to is that right. we have th- that portion yeah. of the population has become so tribal. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a lot to do
1: with Well I don't know if necessarily it's just that portion. Well no 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 I think for it's sure. all facets definitely yeah definitely yeah that's um, good. Thank I think, you for reminding yeah. me of that i think the point that you make that we've made before is this idea of checking boxes and if you don't then you're not allowed to be in that tribe yes um and i think that's one of those boxes that they have mm-hmm. to check is if you're going to be country and if you're going to be rural and if you're going to wear your romeos then you you have to do this or that and yep. if you don't you're not allowed in our club Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Like, how did we get here? Because I can't... (laughs) I mean, I remember, like, growing up being... Skateboarding and stuff and calling, you know, posers. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't check these boxes, you're a poser. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, And... and but I, th-
0: I think the the rural way of life as the true American way of life mm-hmm. goes back to almost the founding of our country. Right. In at least at least, but this was it was made popular, especially with the election of Thomas Jefferson. Okay. <laughs> I know we're going way back. Right. But hear me out. He, um, wanted he did not want industrialization mm-hmm, to happen mm-hmm. in the United States. He wanted to keep. Um, right. He wanted to keep the American population working on independent, like as yeoman farmers, mm-hmm. and um, to basically to propagate the w- uh, to keep moving west. Right. Just creating plots of land that people yes. could create their own sustainable farms, and they wanted. A, he wanted to prop up the image of the American farmer, mm-hmm. the yeoman farmer, uh, and that was going to be how America went about its its own its economic right. output. Right. Right. So I think that. Even at the inception of our country, the American farmer has been held up okay. as like this, n- as almost like th- as the, the portrait the backbone, of America, as, yeah. as the portrait of America, the right. backbone of America. Mm-hmm. So I think that there is some historical precedent right. to, to this. Right. And I think it's waxed and waned over time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, I think there's there, there just a kind of just a little historical side note. I right. I think that it, there is some... There is Foundation some stuff there. in our in our past. Yeah. Let's hold that up. But I find it interesting because another anecd another anecdote that I think gets into this a little bit is that I saw a meme shared that was that said, um, "If you ate today, think a farmer. If you bought it from a grocery store, think a trucker. If you mm-hmm. ate the f- if you if you went to bed at night and like not fearing for your life, think a soldier." Okay. And i f- my response to that is why would I think anybody other than the soldier in that list? Because the farmer and the truck driver are acting for no other reason than their own economic self-interest. Okay, They're not, the farmer's not growing (laughs) his products for the benefit of, for the benefit of of America, right? He's not just like he's not just giving the fruits of his labor right. out. For like sure. it's his own economic self interest to work point. on a farm and sell it. Like right. So, but there's but there is this belief that somehow the American farmer mm-hmm. is somehow. A, is sacrificing for the greater men of the betterment of this, of this, right. of this nation and therefore deserves to be held at a level of reverence, almost on par with a soldier. Right. And I think that's, this is kind of some of the root of my way of life is more American than you right. from this section of, of the, of the, um, of the American public. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. So I work for a trucking company um, and so the company that I work for, I think, definitely pays the the workers all throughout the company very very well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a side note. Me just thought splurging again. But uh, I was there. You know, we have this like TV with the the company's like TV network playing on the on the TV, and it'll have like TV shows or like little blurbs of like science experiments, just fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was talking about this m- next week is. Uh, employee Appreciation Week, and they're talking about you know how we we always do a barbecue and it's gonna be fun. Um, and there's this driver sitting in there. It's two in the morning, um, and there's this driver sitting in there going through his paperwork. And they're talking about you know being uh, appreciative of the employees, the company being appreciative of the employees. And he's just like, "Yeah, well, why don't you just pay us more then?" I mean, he made that comment because I was in there. I'm not listening to the yeah. TV. I don't know what he's talking about, but it's. I I think that there's this weird, this this culture within the trucking industry. I think there's a fear of. I mean, I think that they also feel like the the country or those those liberal or techno technological. Societies are against the trucking industry. But it's interesting that that meme said to thank a trucker because I work with truckers and I mean they make good money where I work and they're not they're not truck drivers because like you said they're sacrificing their their service to be truck drivers. They're not doing it because it's the American thing to do. They're yeah. doing it because they make damn good money where I work. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it's interesting that I, I do agree with. When you when you were talking about that, and another thing I thought and thought about was last week's episode about teachers. Not now, now, Not that teachers aren't getting paid for what they do, but you're you're able to read this meme. Why don't you thank a teacher? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There, uh, you could get down this rabbit hole of thanking people for jobs they do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh,
0: and and I in the same thing I would I don't I I've seen those memes about the teachers. And oh, I, have you? And, and 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 yeah, I, um. Where used to, it's like you know, if you see, if you if you can read this, thank thank a teacher. Oh, or okay, something, or something okay. Like I've seen, oh, interesting. I've, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen those memes shared, and um, at first, at face value, you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, we should we should thank teachers, right? Should we though?
1: I mean, uh, I mean, that's your personal choice and decision to do so. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that that thanking a teacher or thanking <laughs> thanking I don't know, any random other job, a police officer or whatever. I don't think that that, well, maybe a police officer, but I don't know if necessarily thinking a teacher fits into this, like, cultural, tribal identity. That's not part of any identity that I know of. I mean, we, it's the rhetoric and the narrative has been kind of flared up here in Southwest Washington because of the strikes and stuff. For sure. But overall, you have military, police, um, what else? I don't know. Yeah,
0: firefighters. Fire?
1: No, no, no. But like in that mean, like okay. trucking company mm-hmm. or truckers and farmers. Yeah, those are part of that identity. You need to you need to recognize those identity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need to recognize those occupations or people as a part of that tr- that identity. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about other things that maybe. So, I don't want to say left and right, but I mean that's very country if we're going to mm-hmm. put it into a country sure. tribe yeah if there's another tribe that ide- that recognizes other things like yeah. thank a teacher yeah. or thank something else i can't really think of anything else like if you were to think so we have this 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 right side kind of tribe or this identity kind of having these people or these occupations that they thank or that they that they that they feel they need to be a voice for I can't think on the other side of any other kind of people that need that. So on, if we're going to go left and right, maybe mm-hmm. a left occupation or a left group that feels that they need to speak out or identify for other U- people. Unions, maybe. Oh, maybe unions. That's yeah. a fair one. Okay. Yeah. I would say, honestly, um, yeah, I don't know. I think unions is, unions is fair. Yeah, Um, because I know definitely in the trucking industry, everyone is very anti-union. As you know, I'm starting a new job in a few weeks Mm -hmm. and it's union for part of the job. And when I tell the truckers that I work for now that I'm going to a place where they have union workers, Mm -hmm. it's almost mocked. but. Yeah, I mean, they have a choice to work there. They're choosing to work at a place that has a union. For sure. I think
0: it's interesting you bring that up. We're kind of going down a rabbit hole on unions. No, <laughs> I, it's, I think it's fine. I think it's it's a good conversation. Uh-huh. Like Just another anecdote. My dad works construction, and uh-huh. in order to try to get that job done in time, they've had to subcontract out some of the concrete work uh-huh. because m- my dad is the sole concrete crew. Right. It's just him and like two other guys Oof. to do all of this, these thousands of yards out yeah. in Richfield. So they brought in this other company that is union, Uh and they're having to work together—a non-union crew and a Mm -hmm. union crew. Mm -hmm. And my dad was talking about how he was apprehensive, like his crew, him and his guys, were apprehensive about going and working with these other unions because he thought like the unions going to get super, those union workers are going to get super apprehensive about Uh what what is expected and what's not expected, what they're willing to do, what they're not willing to do. My dad just assumed that if if it wasn't in their union contract or whatever, Mm -hmm. they would just throw down their their tools and walk off the job and. It's right. just I think there's a lot of like misconception about uh-huh. about what a union does or isn't right. and stuff like that. So I just thought that was well, I furthering think your think f- yeah, your point I think with
1: bit. with my point, I think that the, where it comes, the anti-union kind of idea um, within that industry, trucking, is like less pay. So mm. those jobs they do pay fairly less um, in companies I've noticed that have unions, um, but I mean there are such benefits of being in a union. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I for mean, sure. you're 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 these people, these workers, are choosing to work for a union that either represents them or protects them in a way. Yeah. Um. And they're and they they think that that is that is more valuable than making more money, which I think is fair for if sure. that's what they choose to do. Um. But I do think that yeah, maybe if if we're gonna look at kind of a not all leftists, obviously not all right country people are checking those boxes definitely
0: i mean i hunt but i don't you don't see me
1: well you better start checking those boxes dude because where do you belong if you don't
0: well and i I think (laughs) i think um my own my my own experience when when people start talking to me and they know that i hunt and Mm -hmm. they see i work at a gun counter right they automatically assume a bunch of things about me oh yeah and when i don't agree with them i get really weird looks And I get and I get almost kind of I I feel now I might just be uh, projecting, Mm -hmm. but I almost feel a little bit ostracized. Um, by some of these, by yeah. some of these people, because I've been like this one guy that I work with. He's like, you he used to be this, used to be a God fearing conservative, <laughs> um, you know, kid who, j- and then now you're just all anti Trump and you're all this and you're all right. that. And you went to college, and he's like, now you're all, now you've completely changed. Mm-hmm. And I was told by another person, like, I, they don't even know who I am anymore and stuff like Whoa. that. And it's just like, then it's and it's hard, but it, but it is. I think it gets to that tribalism that their mm-hmm. way of life and their way of thinking regardless of how much research are they done into it but just they that's the box that they have to check and because everybody that they surround themselves with also thinks that way therefore right. it must be right right and it's unquiet and it completely goes and completely goes continued to be unquestioned right and i think getting back kind of to tie this bring us back to the colin kaepernick yeah. ad is that they th- they think that because th- they've now seen that in their way of life standing for the flag and removing your hat for the pledge of, for the for the national anthem or standing right. and putting your hand over their heart for the pledge of allegiance is is the definition of what America is. Like that's right. how you show support for America. So when you don't you're not and, and I find it I find it weird because like not only are they now saying it's disrespecting soldiers and police officers, but it's disrespecting the flag. Like I've seen even yeah. I've even seen the president say this is that we're disrespecting the flag specifically. Right. So I wanted to get that's this leads me to my next point uh-huh. is what why is the flag in itself so important? Right. It's just a symbol. So it really it is what does the flag... What does a flag represent that makes it so special? Other yeah. than just that—that that it's a symbol for your nation—and getting beyond getting beyond just that, you have some lo- some loyalty, some nationalistic loyalty to your nation. Right. What are the principles that are behind that nation that make that flag special?
1: Right. So I I want to get into that. I think that's I love that one point that I wanted to make real quick is sure. what's getting lost in all of this is Collins' reason. For not standing
0: okay yeah i kind of uh, buried the lead there
1: i mean he is not standing because he sees an injustice for african americans within the justice system that they're being targeted and mistreated by police and that is important because that gets lost in this conversation of nationalism Yes. People want to get pissed about people not standing for the national anthem instead of asking why. And even if they do discuss why Colin originally is doing it, it gets brushed over. Mm -hmm. If you look at the ad, what what was it again? Sacrifice?
0: Um, Stand up for something even if you sacrifice everything.
1: Okay, even that language right there. Stand up for something I think is interesting because he chose to kneel. Yes. You know, that's just me sure. deconstructing it. But um, so he chose not to because of his beliefs. I can't think of anything more American than that. But also. <sighs> I don't know.
0: He has. I mean, he hasn't been just to play devil's advocate. OK, he hasn't been um, his own like he hasn't been that much of a help to himself at times okay like he was warming up on field on the field one day Mm -hmm. before game when he was still with the 49ers and he was wearing socks that Uh were clearly visible of caricatures of um uh of police officers in uniform Uh but with the heads of pigs okay and then he and then in a one press conference he was wearing a um a hat that was like had like fidel castro on it or Mm -hmm. something like that so Mm -hmm. What, I mean, I, I think that that kind of stuff is, is going is, is just incendiary yes. to a particular
1: portion of yes, people. Yes, I agree. But I, I think you look at any, any protest, not any protest. I don't want to generalize like that. But I think anytime you see somebody being pressured like that, it, there is a desire or a reaction to go to an extreme, almost as if they're giving them the middle finger. Like, if you guys are not listening to what I'm saying, so maybe that cop, the cop's sock, the socks mm-hmm. anymore, maybe that's his middle finger to say, like, you guys are making this about the flag. I'm not talking about patriotism. I'm not talking. I'm not saying I hate this country. This issue is about police brutality. I'm just me playing devil's advocate yeah, now for no, him. No, for sure. Is... I just see a lot of times, not just with Colin doing this, but with other other protests and other means or anytime anyone's pressured, I see a lot of time people automatically turning to the extreme. yeah, Just to say, like, okay, now you guys are not listening. Maybe I need to do something extreme. Maybe I need to say something extreme. And that imagery, yes, that triggers people and it gets them pissed off. Yeah. But the conversation is then now about police. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: I, I get. I get where you're. I get where you're. Saying. I agree that yeah. maybe
1: it's not the best tactic. But he tried to peacefully just not stand. Yeah, and he got destroyed for it.
0: And to play devil's advocate against my own point okay. is that <laughs> um, the further your point, yeah. is that they were they're not. They're, you said they're not listening to him, which is which is. Which is hundred percent true. Yes, like they were not listening to his words; they just saw his actions and sort of attributing all of this other stuff. Oh yeah, to him. Which their to, which own stuff. Their own stuff. Their they were baggage. projecting yes. their own baggage onto him. Yes. And I constantly see. Well, though I, you just see as oh, it's almost like they have this preamble to their to whatever they whatever they say about this. Though I agree with his right to protest. I wish he would do it in a different manner. Well, would you yes. listen? If he did it in any other manner, nope. would you even? Will we even be having a dialogue about police brutality nope. if he didn't kneel? Mm-hmm. No, because he'd just be some dumb African American player mm-hmm. who doesn't know what he decided to go to college just to throw a football and then went right. to the NFL. He doesn't know anything. It's like LeBron James just go dribble a basketball. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You're you're stay in your lane. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it's weird because he but, has. But, a you,
0: but you, as a truck driver, get to go and 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 have and have. Uh, or a farmer you get to go and have these super hot takes about what america what america is and how you want to represent america and how you want to support america your opinion is
1: more valued because you're a truck driver because you're a farmer
0: or not or just because yeah because you think that you're standing up because you think that in your way you're standing up for america if somebody does it in a different way they're not american right yeah
1: right and i think that i mean it is controversial because of and to kind of bring it back is like this imagery of the flag and it's it's our team and you're disrespecting the team almost. Yes. Um. I I, I always thought it was weird. I, I I I don't know. I think nationalism is very dangerous when you get too extreme, and I think that we're kind of getting there sometimes yeah. with the narrative and rhetoric that people have. For sure. Um.
0: And it it's it's nationalism is so tricky because you need it for a nation state to exist right and for our current like for how the the nation state structure to Mm -hmm. work you need some semblance of nationalism right but it is constantly you see it throughout history it bubbles up right it culminates in war, mm-hmm. and then it subsides. Right. And there's these this psych, There's like these patterns of cycles of mm-hmm. rising in nationalism as people get anxiety over different things. For most, sure. Most of the times, immigration, mm-hmm. um, and economic anxiety, and it culminates in a big war. Mm-hmm. And then it everybody realizes, oh man, we need to figure out a better way to cooperate right. with each other. Right. And realize that we're all Americans, we're all, um, or we're all you know humans, mm-hmm. and we need to work together. Right. And then people, and then that generation fades away mm-hmm. and it's replaced by people who didn't have to live through those times who take for granted all of the right. sacrifice and right. all in all of the hardship that it took for people to realize mm-hmm. that we need to cooperate and we end up right back where we were. So. Well,
1: and, and I think that's an argument I hear all the time is that like, because it's been so long, not so long, but I mean, I think you look at this, na- this world war that we had mm-hmm. where everybody was team America in America, obviously, um, and then since then, you had some wars that maybe weren't – were kind of shady in the yeah, United States. And, sure. and that kind of damaged the image of, like, just blindly supporting without question. Um, but I think that um, – I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> no, but I think that – so you have this the, – the kind of those ebbs and flows of, like, surges mm-hmm. and drops. Oh, that's where I was going. So maybe – not that you can, but it's everybody has their own definition of what this nationalism is, whether it's an action or words that are said sure. so by Colin not standing and by Colin kneeling, that isn't checking that box of American pride or nationalism mm-hmm. um, but in some in in another case like I've told you um and not to bring it back to Trump, but in I'm going to use this as a case if he if there are crimes, charged against him i think my in my personal opinion it is um the american's responsibility to say he's got to go he broke the law if we are going to live by legislation and law yes in a state then you have to stand by that mm-hmm. no matter who you are yeah and i told you that i had a conversation with somebody that i told him like if you are going to still support somebody who is the leader of this country. Despite them, obviously, n- now we don't know yet, but if there is proof and evidence and a case brought against them from breaking the law, how can you stand by that? Mm-hmm.
0: The, a- first, the first principle of rule of law is that nobody is above the law. Right. That's a foundational principle of this country. And in, in because you want this president, you like this president, you're willing to t- subvert that principle. Like, so, I, I don't understand. Like you right. call yourself a, a constitutionalist, right. but then you are openly willing to l- overlook clear violations. Right, to,
1: and that right ma- there to maintain power, right, and that right there is is ex- exact an exact contrast to being upset about somebody not standing for the flag. To me, the yeah. way I look at that, it's just like how are you going to ignore law, yeah, and then be upset about somebody not standing for a flag for sure.
0: In in you know in pers- personally like I I am proud I I mean at sporting events I stand for the pledge of oh, I for stand sure. for the national anthem yeah. I said the pledge of allegiance all through all through school I am proud to do that mm-hmm. and at first it made me uncomfortable seeing players kneel okay like, that made me un- that made me uncomfortable I was at a high school game last year uh, Central Catholic and there was players that kneeled and there was people in my family that got upset about that uh-huh. and. But it's not for me to decide what somebody else wants to use their platform for. Right. If Colin Kaepernick feels that in his w- in the only way that he can use his platform to bring about change and the way he wants to see yes. it happen, he's going to do it in a way that he feels is res- respectable, right. and he's not breaking any laws, which right. he's not. Right and yes he worked it does get a little sticky that he's working for a private that he is part of a private yes. company yeah oh cool oh yeah of so course. that I mean that is a little bit of a sticking point there but that's not what's being brought up we're not hardly no. anybody talks about that this yes. is a private company we're talking about it on a philosophical right on a philosophical plane mm-hmm. of is it okay or not to to kneel or stand right and in in, in is it okay is just a normative argument and mm-hmm. therefore there's there is no there's only norms there is not Um, there's not any hard and fast law. And thank God there's not. We don't live in a society where you have to where through um you know, you're being compelled to Mm -hmm. stand for something I just I I I could never live or Mm -hmm. want to live in Mm -hmm. a society like that. Mm -hmm. Therefore I will I will continually argue for Colin Kaepernick's right Right. to do what he was doing. Right.
1: Well and to get into that that private company argument i've talked to you about this before but there are those who are upset i mean we can l- use alex jones for an example who is you know completely removed from all of these platforms because of his rhetoric and his actions mm-hmm. um and you can argue that you know that's against free speech but those are private companies choosing to no longer have his Media on their platforms, yeah. Um, and there are some. There's one comedian in particular that I've talked to you about who who constantly complains about being banned from Twitter because he is banned from Twitter, mm-hmm. but having his um videos demonetized, and he j- he just constantly cries and complains about how this is a violation of spree- fe- free sp- oh my gosh, you <laughs> talk. free speech. But then he'll talk about how Colin deserves to just be ostracized because. He is choosing to do this um, as a part of this company or yeah. this free – or this um, organization or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's so hypocritical to me. It's so frustrating how – how? and we talk about this all the time. But the hypocrisy across the board of not recognizing that you are arguing and fighting for the same things that you you complain and cry about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I, I want to do a whole episode on free speech eventually. Yeah. Um. Obviously, but I just I it's so frustrating to me that if you're it's checking those boxes of your tribe again to make so you can complain and cry that you're being affected, but if somebody stands up for how they're being affected, not even not even not even specifically or individually, but just seeing a problem and wanting to be a voice for that problem and deciding to stand up. Or kneel for that. Yeah. That's that's an issue like for free speech. How can you not see I mean I and there are those who say like you said, oh I I do recognize that he's practicing his right for free speech, but he should do it somewhere else. But I think historically, like and I've made this argument so many times to other people, even when people were protesting um Donald Trump's racism, like people were are complaining and I've heard the argument like what is this going to help? What is this going to do? How is this going to benefit anybody? And I think about like I would love to hear the rhetoric of white Southerners in the '60s saying the same thing. Like, why don't they pro- protest in a different way? Why don't they? What is this? Why don't they just go back to work? Why don't they just get out of the streets? Why don't they get jobs? Why don't they? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, if you compare the two,
0: what other? Yeah. What other avenue does Colin Kaepernick have to address his? I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, you you can you can go onto a podcast or a sports talk radio show and you get a yeah. thirty second soundbite. Yes. Well, you, unless it's the podcast unless, long form. Unless it's a long then, form. But then yeah. Okay. But that what that reaches is <laughs> ten thousand people. Right.
1: Right. Well, and I think that it's great that Nike is giving them this uh, alternative platform sure. now. Yeah. Because they obviously agree. But did you see the commercial? No, dude. The commercial that goes with this just image, this ad. It's so great because it has – it's Colin voicing over talking about, like, different struggles that people have in general, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but there's Nia Houston, who's a skateboarder for Nike, and it just shows him, like, trying this rail and just falling and falling and falling over and over. Um, and then eventually landing it. And then it shows, like – it talks about LeBron. It talks about um, just all these Nike athletes. Mm-hmm. Um and just it's it's kind of pairing the idea of adversity in sports with the adversity in society. Sure, um, you'll have to watch it. It's great. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think that it's great that Nike is providing a way for him to continue to have a voice yeah. because he's obviously not playing in the NFL anymore.
0: For sure. I mean, and and uh, I mean, he's suing the NFL for collusion. So, really? Yeah. Oh I mean, there's, wow. There's a case that's going gonna, I think go, I knew that's that actually. going to go before jury. It actually yeah. made a hurdle and it's actually going to go to <laughs> a trial. It's actually going to go to trial. So uh-huh. see if the NFL tries to uh um, in any way mm-hmm. um settle or right. If it's actually going to go to court. Right. But, but yeah, I mean it's uh, that's definitely n- it's definitely interesting. There's just one point that I wanted to make, mm-hmm. and and we'll make it. B- I'll make it brief because okay. I think I would like to do an entire episode on this later. Uh-huh. But that's the de- that's the debate between liberty and freedom, mm-hmm. and I think that we get so stuck up, up on the word freedom in this country. Well, okay, r- but really what we have is is liberty, right? And and that's why like in our pledge it says liberty and justice for all. Freedom right. is never mentioned. And what's the difference between liberty and freedom? Well, liberty is is And by definition is you as an individual have the freedom from other people's tyranny. Mm -hmm. So under a completely free society, you can do whatever you want. There's no limitations. Right. Right. So if you have if you have liberty, there are you have individual protections. Right. And that's that's instilled in our in our constitution. Mm -hmm. And I think because there's because there's this tyranny of wanting to force these NFL players to stand. Mm hmm. Thank God. I mean, thank God, someone doesn't have the freedom <laughs> to just go and force these NFL players to stand, or right. they are exerting their will by just because they have the popular masses in Mm -hmm. waves to be able to do that no they this person has the individual liberty Mm -hmm. to do what he wants to do and is free from the tyranny of others right free from the tyranny of um, of a mob mentality Mm -hmm. and that's that's the that in itself is the quintessential principle of our flag and that's what our flag stands for Mm -hmm. so you trying to compel somebody through that through uh through the you know through the means of, of force or uh, threats or whatever to try mm-hmm. to try to degrade somebody's uh, membership into, into the United States right. as it's you know to question is citizenship mm-hmm. um, or his belonging to the nation right. because he's using his platform in a way that he sees as constructive. Mm-hmm that just goes completely against that Liberty principle, the principle right. of Liberty for sure. And, and so that's just kind of my, my, my mini, my mini point about, I like liberty that. We freedom. should definitely
1: do that, that podcast mm-hmm. kind of defining those terms and exploring those terms. I um, think, I
0: think it would tie in with uh freedom of speech
1: for sure. Absolutely. So. um, So you, you have like, why is it important? What is the flag? What is, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, that was just, you know, the, the, the importance of the flag is that it symbolizes our core principles. Mm-hmm. And, By, so what are you saying is, what are you saying is wrong? Like you're just, Colin's disrespecting the flag by kneeling. Right. Well, can you say in your own words why that flag is being disrespected by those actions?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Why is the, why is the flag important? Right. What are the principles that America stands for that makes that a symbol? Yes. Like we attribute all of this different stuff to the flag.
1: Right. But
0: what are the f- what was the flag originally supposed to? What were the principles that the right that the flag s- in it in itself symbolizes mm-hmm. to the American people? And I think by trying to um, you know basically degrading Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. is is going against in the name of the flag, right? Actually, undercuts what the flag was originally supposed to symbolize.
1: Right. And one thought I had is, um, uh, so if Colin is kneeling for injustice for certain a group of americans how is that not represented by the flag exactly how is that not patriotism how is that not americanism how is him using his voice and his platform to stand up for those who are underrepresented Mm -hmm. that sounds american to me but no because I don't you, know. You
0: need to stand because that is my way, right? of of honoring America. Right. Therefore, if you're not doing it my way, you're not a part of my tribe, right? Therefore, my tribe is more American than yours, right? And you're just, and then they start attributing. Well, you're you're disrespecting the soldiers, right? You're disrespecting police officers. Right. Well, no, you don't get to co-op. Your right. tribe doesn't get to co-opt soldiers right you don't get to co-opt police officers they're their own individuals right they have their own agency Mm -hmm. and they have their own platforms to 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 talk about issues that are important to them you don't get to co-opt it you don't get to define what is or isn't american Mm -hmm. but that's what we've come
1: to oh yeah so much in this
0: country it's like um oh you've jake you're not who i remember you being (laughs) i don't know who you are anymore well who was
1: i yeah Right,
0: just because you had you thought I checked all of these boxes from right. your, perce- your, your perception. Right, I'm not allowed to grow in any way. Well, or you form. were saying
1: what you were told to be saying. Yeah, exactly. As we saw and with their Facebook posts. At post. one point, I yeah.
0: I forced myself to check all of these boxes because I felt that I needed to be in that tribe. Right. Therefore, I needed to suspend or manipulate facts or manipulate um, how I what I actually believe right. to fit in with this with this group. Yes. And and I. Thank God I grew out of that.
1: <laughs> well, I think – and that's one thing I was thinking about earlier when you were talking is I don't th- – it's hard for people to be challenged. It's hard to change a way of thinking if you've been within this tribe or this mentality for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and, t- and to accept and acknowledge that maybe you're not right, that's hard for people to do. Um, as you know, I love – regardless of where someone stands, I'm going to try to argue the opposite point. To, sure. To get them to think maybe differently or maybe where somebody else is coming from. Um, and I like I like when people do it to me because then we can get into kind of like a, a civil debate about, you know, a topic. Mm-hmm. But for you, you know, it, and this is just me praising you. But your ability to kind of recognize that maybe you're wrong or misguided in a topic or a subject or an idea. And for you to go, nope. I'm I'm not thinking that way anymore. I'm going to try to analyze it differently or educate myself a little more. I think for most people, it's just easier to just stay within your bubble and to continue. It's hard to be told or to, to kind of reconcile with yourself and maybe the fact that you, you don't know everything. Yeah. I don't know why that's hard, yeah. but that's I think an issue that we're seeing all the time especially with these these teams and this tribalism and this identity politics is like you are blindly going to fight for your team regardless of what happens for sure
0: and it's not like Colin Kaepernick is holding public office right yeah
1: I mean he holds no power (laughs) exactly well or does he
0: okay well he (laughs) he has he doesn't have authority i know he doesn't have authority okay he may have power in some sense right but he doesn't have authority right so are you comfortable with like i guess this gets to my it's a little bit of a different point are you uh comfortable with someone who does have the power Mm -hmm. and authority to use that power who Mm -hmm. has a monopoly on the use of power in a nation right to call out individuals Mm -hmm. or call out private and private companies right and call for like their bans and right. stuff like that on Harley Davidson yes. because they're making moves in their own economic self-interest. Someone who's supposed to, who calls themselves a free market capitalist. Right. You're okay with a president using his platform to try to subvert norms. Right. But you're going to call out a private citizen for doing the exact same mm-hmm. thing, but mm-hmm. ignore the guy who actually has the ability right. to use power in a corrupt, w- in a corruptive way. Mm-hmm. I just I find that so hypocritical. Did you
1: see that Nike's stock dropped after the ad, and then once he was criticized by the president, their stock rose? Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but that's a great point. Is he? Ha- he's a. He is a, an elected official who is has power and is using his platform to sway decisions of the people. Where Colin is, like you said, just. An independent citizen who who is standing up for an injustice that he he thinks he needs to. Yes. Yeah. It's just his voice. It's just his opinion, and and people like and even with Nike, it's their voice and their opinion that they're going to support Colin. And you could you could burn their stuff which is weird because they already have your money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you could just say i'm just not going to buy their stuff anymore
0: yeah nike's really feeling you burning stuff you've already paid for. right it. it's like
1: i mean and, and this is not to say that
0: you as a you as an individual in our market economy you have every right right to say i don't want to watch the nfl anymore i don't you have i have you have the complete right to not buy nike anymore and go yeah. buy adidas whatever you want to do mm-hmm. go for it but when you take that and you start advocating for silencing other people, yes. that's when you cross a line mm-hmm. and you and there needs to be some pushback.
1: Or like you've kind of alluded to, forcing other people to do things your way. Yes. You must do it this and way. And only
0: thinking about it in terms of you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like we – so it's Colin, dude, that poor guy. He is the face and target. But you have this unity around the NFL – Of people either kneeling together, um, but also transcending into the NBA. When I I saw the Trailblazers, what they did was they linked arms in unity Mm -hmm. as not just people, regardless of race, but as a team and as countrymen. You know what I mean? Americans. I appreciate that. I like that. How is that un-American? I just, it's so annoying to me that people are using their twisted... Because the leader of
0: their tribe, their appointed leader of their tribe, says it's not.
1: Right. Th- and that, that's that got to be it. But, I mean, if you were to ask somebody blindly, like, do you think that it is necessary to Americanism that we are united? I can't imagine that they would say, no, we don't need to have that. So when you have these people or 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 to fight against injustice or to stand for injustice if there is an p- incident where there's police brutality and the police are in the wrong clearly and it's been it's been recognized in a court of law that they are guilty and you have somebody standing against that and being a voice against that to me it just seems like if you're comparing <sighs> If you're comparing I just think that if you're going to be that that is that is the most American thing. To to be a voice for those who don't have one. Don't be a voice for the not not I don't want to say that. <laughs> don't don't not be a voice for the soldiers. Obviously we want to represent them in the military and their sacrifice and and that's great. But they have their own voice. What what Colin is doing is seeing an underrepresented community that he that he feels needs to have a voice
0: and it's not like and it's not like all soldiers are saying that th- this they feel disrespected by his right movement. there are some
1: who, there's that one famously who agreed sat down with colin and had a conversation with him and said i think what you're doing is right because he recognizes that that's his american but we need to remember that all
0: soldiers are individuals with their right. own stories and their own experiences that shape how they see th- how they see this, you know, how they see the flag or how they see columns, right. And everybody's got their own story,
1: and that changes. I know and you're
0: trying to co-op that story is yes. just so perverted. You hate it. I, I hate <laughs> it. man. I hate it so much. I
1: can see it on your face. It makes you so mad.
0: And it's like everybody. Okay, everybody knows somebody who served. All of us have yes, a family, like either a family member or a close friend. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that served. That doesn't mean I get to just because my cousin is in the Marines or right. the kid I grew up with is was in the Marines that. I have the right to use their service oh. as a political whipping pole, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, I don't get that right, right, well, and even
1: yeah, I think that's fair, I absolutely think that's fair, and it's weird that people like it's almost like <laughs> it's oh gosh it's it's weird, but it's like yeah they're 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 part of that team because they know somebody, you know what I mean, yeah. like I get to I get to say like. Oh, no, no, no. I, I get what the military is about because I know somebody who served. Yeah. Well, I know somebody who served and does not agree with the military's choices anymore. could not be more anti-military now. And I could easily co-opt that guy's service and just be like, well, you know, for the troops, for the troops. I know somebody for the troops. Yeah. Well... What is his opinion? For sure. You know what I mean? There's
0: there's a guy that I used to work with and never political. He was completely apolitical. Mm -hmm. Just had no, like, didn't want to talk about politics, didn't want to talk about anything, Uh uh, regardless of that. It was just food and football. Hell yeah. And two great (laughs) things, right? Hell yeah. But um, the...
1: No, not football.
0: he, He makes a point, I mean, he makes a post on Facebook today that says this is why I stand, and it shows this American soldier all torn to bits in uh-huh. Afghanistan. Uh-huh. And it's like, dude, you just you started working at a place, another gun store mm-hmm. that serves a higher percentage uh, because it's more tactical gear, mm-hmm. more like mil like military oh, okay. stuff. Okay, like It's it's not military surplus, but they 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 were the store I work at sells more hunting, is more, right. more hunting right. focused. This is more like. Um, AR fifteen, okay. AK 47s they sell more like police, military police kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So they, they attract more of that demographic. Yeah. So he I I'm I'm assuming because he's now that he's made that switch to that company, mm-hmm. now he's all about you know supporting like all, right. all about this kind of like you know, I want to support the troops, which is great. Right. Support the troops. Right. But Now you're making a post saying this is why I stand and like showing like a a, like a soldier who's been wounded. Mm -hmm. Like
1: I just. So just devil's advocate. (laughs) I don't know this person, obviously. But, you know, what if what if so he's been apolitical and kind of kept out of it. But now that he has this job where maybe he's interacting with more military men and servicemen. Sure. Or women. um, And now they feel that like they have a better understanding of how. Obviously, not speaking for everybody, but those that come in feel. And now, he could be co-opting their service to make his point on Facebook. But may- I'm just thinking about maybe him being more educated in, in an area that he wasn't c- educated in before or didn't have sure. an opinion or a thought. And,
0: and, th- and that can still all stand. Yeah. But is standing the only way to honor that sacrifice?
1: Oh, no. I I agree with that. Yeah. That's is what is what not saying.
0: is not standing not honoring that sacrifice?
1: Yes, that's the argument.
0: That, but that's a that's a wrong argument. Right. I, I feel that's a wrong argument. It is,
1: it is. Like I said before, why is he not standing? How was that not American? The reason. Of why he's not standing. Or the reason that they are not standing. Sure. You know what I mean? This unity, this representation of one another, this representation of underrepresented communities. That is the goal. That is the idea behind all of this that gets lost in this argument of patriotism. Be a patriot and help those who are underrepresented. Be an American and look out for those who are being oppressed if we're going to preach and praise the idea that we're going to go internationally and save the world, why can we not celebrate those who are being a voice for people at home who are oppressed or underrepresented?
0: And, and, and if you feel like you're like, okay, th- there's people who say like, well, African-Americans are not being oppressed mm-hmm, in our mm-hmm, nation. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, um, you know they're making a lot of this up, right? Yeah. And which is, I mean, you, how much more evidence do you need that that's not <laughs> yeah. true? But don't you don't you at least open yourself and hear what another American has to say about right. it? Because you might be
1: wrong, right?
0: You your perception might be wrong. That's so where the let's problem is. Have a talk about it, and that's all Colin Kaepernick was trying to for do.
1: sure. Have a yeah. conversation. Let's talk about. It. And that again, that's the police. What thing. are
0: what are your concerns? What are My cons, like, what are my concerns? What do I see happening? Right. And then your perception of what you see me doing Mm -hmm. in relation in in response to that. Mm -hmm. Other, if you don't have that, I don't know. If there's a civil conversation
1: between two sides, they're going to find that they have more in common.
0: Exactly. And we don't, we're not talking anymore. Right. And that's what, and God, I'm going to miss him. But John McCain. Yeah. His, his, did you read his, his, his farewell? Yeah, I did. I did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just. I gosh, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't hold politicians to su- such such high uh, <laughs> praise, but right. um, I'm gonna miss that guy. He right.
1: Well, I mean, even just the way he—what did he downvote? The, uh, the the, the healthcare,
0: the repeal of Affordable <laughs> Care Act. <laughs>
1: just the savage way he did it just mm-hmm. comes up and just thumbs down and walks yeah. away. Like I mean, a he thug. was
0: a flawed man. He Who had. Oh to, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to make this guy a demigod. That's guy, what I, I worry needs, about
1: happening. And I was thinking about that's what I was trying to watch for when I stood back and was watching. You know, kind of reading his letter, but also reading what others had to say about him. Like, he's not infallible, and we need to. We need to be careful of that for sure but i mean he he's a savage (laughs) he
0: did his best to try to transcend tribalism right oh yeah in this in 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 he came into the senate around the time that a lot of this started to happen uh, under gingrich's contract with america that you really start to see this separation and um entrenching of both democrats and republicans Mm -hmm. on separate sides of a battlefield Mm -hmm. and um that w- just has not been the case i mean go back and look f- democrats to the republicans and from uh truman to uh to carter and i think you you will see way more co-op- way more cooperation way more um uh agreement on ideals and you can have like you we can have our own differences and we can talk those out but that doesn't mean that you're either innately stupid because you disagree with me or you have some alter uh, alternative Deep state and motive that you want to like, right. you know, take you know power and completely fundamentally change the United States because right. that's like, at this point like that's how Republicans and that's how Democrats see each other is that you're either innately stupid or you have some like some evil motive behind you right. and that just that just kills any sort of
1: dialogue. I think about like Biden and McCain's relationship, which I, I like because both of them talked about a friendship that they had, mm-hmm. but also you know politically and their idea of. What was best for the country differed, but they were still friends, but they fought each other about, you know, to to implement whatever they believed was the correct way. But there were debates, there were conversations, there was but it's all founded in the same idea that they were Americans. Yeah. And they believe, yes, that maybe their idea or their way is the better way, but they're not forcing it on other people. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs>
0: exactly they're uh, not using their power right as public figures to to try to do that and right. you don't see you just now you see so much of that
2: as mm-hmm.
0: v- and really like because we're a democ we're a representative democracy you mm-hmm. almost see that try the tribalism that is reflected in our government it's just a reflection of of, of of people on the ground
1: for sure so. for sure well and uh, and I I mean I've heard this argument made and I, I think that it's a fair argument um, the internet and when you're on the internet and when you're in the comment crusade, it's a different world wh- opposed to when you're face to face with somebody. Yeah. Um, It forces people, you know, when you, when you, I don't know, you've seen the comments just get, you know, just washed down to responding with memes. Yeah. And in a face to face conversation, you can't, do that you can have a conversation with someone and then force them to explain themselves not force them but i mean in a conversation with someone face to face there you can't continue the conversation unless there's a response to a topic or to a debate uh, in a comment section i could just choose not to respond yeah um and i think that that you know we're we're talking about people talking to each other let's have a conversation let's discuss I mean, it's great that you can have that on the Internet if you have that on the Internet. For sure. If you, like I've said to you before, if you write this long-sighted argument, people might only get a sentence in and just pick out certain words or or trigger issues to to kind of attack you on. Mm -hmm. But I just think that, I don't know, in-person conversations need to happen more. People need to get off the Internet and go outside a little more.
0: I would definitely agree with that.
1: Unless you're playing Fortnite with me, and then you, then we can hang out inside. Oh, Fortnite!
0: <laughs> Everybody's playing that game. Dude, did you hit just completely off the top? That's fine. But it. a uh, a pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, uh-huh. like he might not be able to pitch because he developed carpal tunnel by playing too much Fortnite in the like on on team trips or what? just constantly playing, like never getting off of Fortnite when he's not practicing. Dude, I get it. i I had no idea this game was that popular
1: i've been trying to get you on it dude i just uh, i don't know i am
0: kind of a contrarian so i think there's it's almost like a principled stand that i'm not playing it
1: dude i'm the same way though like if people are like all about a movie or like a tv show i'm just like nah i'm good (laughs) and people get pissed at me like uh the Walking Dead. I've watched like one episode. I'm like, this is stupid. You're that way with Game of Thrones. Man. I am that way with Game of yeah, Thrones. You will not watch that. I won't watch it. Yeah. And I, you know, every, if people constantly tell me like, you need to watch it. Like, just watch it. That makes me not want to watch it more.
0: All right. I've <laughs> pretty much given up on you watching that show. Well, I mean... Although I think you would enjoy it.
1: but That's what I always hear. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day... I think
0: you would really, really, really appreciate... Because uh-huh. you, you said... I'm, gonna make, I'm just going to make a pitch here, and I know you probably hate it because everybody's trying to give you pitch, okay, pitches let's on, hear your on pitch. Game of Thrones, All right. but you said about Harry Potter, the thing you liked the most was the history, and right. the lore of Harry Potter. Yes, Game of Thrones has that times 10. Like mm-hmm. It's amazing how much backstory is to this, especially if you get into the books. Okay. But also, you also like political intrigue and kind of like, because uh-huh. um, you really like Big Brother for this, right? Is right. everybody kind of manipulating for sure. uh, outcomes and going, you know, kind of subverting mm-hmm. uh, other people and and getting them playing that? You, you said your favorite person on uh, on Big Brother was the guy that got people to do things. He was a cop. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He convinced them. To, he he got them to think that they were doing things because they wanted to, but it right. was really him planting that seed. Yes, that's all Game of Thrones is. <sighs> so I mean, it's
1: right. I think I think where I get hung up on is like, okay, but that's all like. Not that Big Brother is completely 100% reality. For sure. You know, but it's just it's it's just written. I, I don't know. I don't know what well, it is. Well, I know
0: it's written, and obviously it's complete fiction. There's right. dragons. But, right. Um, it's – there are so many – it doesn't fall – at least the first five seasons mm-hmm. do not in any way follow what you would think a normal TV show would be. There are so many plot twists and turns and things that you right. just do not see. like you think normally like how shows work is like the good guy always wins in the end. Right. That's not how. Okay. Works. No. So, and I
1: think that's another reason why I've kind of stayed away. I get so annoyed by people, whether it's the walking dead or game of Thrones, like how there's just, I mean, maybe I, uh, I'm far enough away to start from season one And it's so funny because now I imagine me watching season one Mm -hmm. and all these massive twists and uh, unexpected things happening. Me being like, oh, my gosh, like, holy crap, I did not see that coming. But when I see like a massive group of people doing that online, I'm like, you guys are so annoying. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why, but I think, you know, it's funny because I imagine. So say I watch it and then I come to you. I'm like, Jake, holy crap. You're like, yeah, dude, that was like seven years ago.
0: I would be. I'm not that way. Yeah. I would be more than happy to talk to you about it. Yeah, exactly. we'll
1: see. Maybe, maybe I'll give it a shot. Um, one thing I, w- I I was thinking about bringing it to back Big Brother to kind of bring it back to all of this is I. <laughs> this is so stupid, dude. <laughs> I'm rewatching season 14, um, and I always rewatch seasons of Big Brother mm-hmm. because I want to go on. So I'm studying the greats. And I'm, I know (laughs) the
0: greats, huh?
1: Derek is the cop. I'm
0: watching his season. All right. All right. Dude. Is there more than one great? Oh, yeah. There's
1: Dan. There's Evil Dick. There's Evil Dick. Dude, Evil Dick was a savage. He literally like flicked his cigarette at someone to try to burn them. Like he was the meanest, just most savage, rude, just a terrible, terrible person. And he won. How do you treat people that bad and make it to the final two without getting evicted?
0: Yeah. How do how do jerks keep getting hot girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> what? There must be something about being a dick, bro. right? So
1: evil dick, um, dude, evil dick came back for like as a um as a vet, mm-hmm. and he had to leave all of a sudden. The the producers were like. Uh, Dick, please come to the diary room. And then he never came back, and everybody's like, where the hell did he go? Dude, they pulled him from the show because he, I guess, like had a test done before the show. He got HIV <gasps> from like a, a like a stripper or something or a, a prostitute. And so just had to leave the show. Damn. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm <laughs> watching I'm watching Derek's season. Um so good. I love the show. But there's uh Frankie Grande, who's Ariana Grande's brother, and okay. he was on the show. Okay. And uh he's this gay dude, a gay dancer from New York, and they had Caleb, who was from Kentucky, who was all camo and all country, and like he called himself Beast Mode Cowboy. And watching the first first introductions of them like first coming into the house, Frankie was You know, there was this idea like I'm I'm a little worried about this southern country guy and maybe how he'll view me or think of me being a gay man from New York because Frankie had like pink hair and Mm -hmm. just like very colorful and flamboyant. And those two ended up being pretty close in the show. And it's just it's just an interesting idea of like, you know, assumptions or stereotypes. And I just was thinking about that earlier when you were talking, because there was a little bit. There was worry from Frankie that he was gonna kind of experience some Yeah. I don't know. But they were totally cool and it was awesome and dude, you gotta watch the show. I'll watch Game of Thrones if you watch one season of Big Brother. Oh goodness. <laughs>
0: dude, it's great. All right.
1: Um so I don't know. Let's try to recap this. We never tried to have the answers last week when you had an answer.
0: No, I was yeah, <laughs> I stated out loud and proud that I had the answer. Yeah. I,
1: th- I probably went a little over my skis. I love it. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about so we've talked about Colin. we've talked about patriotism, we talked about flag. If you, the flag, if you're trying to make one just overarching question maybe that you want to leave the listeners with, or maybe one statement that you, you have. I know it's not you know, don't use the sacrifices of others like in the military to to, to make your point. Um, but what do you think is kind of your, not answer, but your your point that you want to make in this? What do you, just say what you mean.
0: There is no such thing as more American.
1: Okay, okay. Explain that.
0: Well, everybody has their own way in their own, their own way of showing support for their country. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make, It doesn't make what you do or what somebody else does more or less American Mm -hmm. in trying to define what America is Mm -hmm. limits starts putting yourself in that in that box. Right. So when you if if you're going to make a statement or you're going to pass judgment on somebody else in the in the in the lens of. I'm like there. That's not a, pa- that's not patriotic or mm-hmm. that's not, that that's disrespecting the flag or different d- disrespecting the country. Like a- ask your like ask yourself, what is your motive mm-hmm. about making that statement? Right. Right. And does it really, does that person's actions that you're going to pass judgment on and you're, 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 um, you're comparing it to your own actions mm-hmm. and think about the original principles of this country mm-hmm. and, do I if both of them match? If both of them match mm-hmm. up, who's all you're doing is making a norm, normative statement mm-hmm. about what's more American, mm-hmm. and that's going to be different and defined differently across demographics. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you more American than anybody else. It does not make me more American than you or anybody else in this country. Mm-hmm. So that's just, I guess, that's my, my overall point.
1: I'm not even gonna try. I think that's perfect.
0: You're not even gonna try. Uh,
1: I the only the only thing I'm thinking about is. Just please, please, try to pay attention or recognize your own hypocrisy, yes, and if you're going to f- try to put somebody in a box, make sure you're not you know what I mean, mm-hmm. make sure you're not I don't know, I think that if you're just recognize that if you're on this team u s a genuinely be on team u s a and 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 stand for those who don't have a voice and don't blindly support somebody or something um question everything um but also i mean i sound so just i think i found stupid right now just like man just love each other and peace and love i'm still on that peace and love <laughs> kick by the way but i mean i mean just just Please try to recognize your own hypocrisy and and, and be open to learning and be open to listening and be open to perspective. Um, Everybody has struggles and nobody's struggles or problems are harder or worse or more. I mean, they can be. Yes. But I mean, nobody. The value of those problems aren't different. Everybody we just need to have each other's back a little more and if you're going to be on team america make sure that you have the backs of the other americans not just the people who are on your team or in your tribe perfect i like that all righty jake well this has been fun it's always fun man all right we'll do it again next week hey everyone thank you for listening um remember to follow us on social media on twitter instagram and facebook and do you have anything you need to say
0: no i think that's good just want right. to thank the listeners we are on episode 14 now so yeah
1: i feel i was thinking about it like holy crap like there's gonna be a point where it's like been a year yeah um and also you and i have been planning some different special episodes for the future in the next coming months yeah um uh we have been contacted about maybe having a special guest on mm-hmm. so there's a very special guest yes. right in
0: front of the show
1: yep so we're definitely got some things in the works so stay tuned keep listening um Share, like, and subscribe, please, to others. If you're enjoying this, give us feedback, interact with us, and tell others. Uh, With that said, thank you guys so much for listening.
0: Thank you. Bye. Bye.
2: USA! USA! USA!